right, there we go. It is uh, episode 82 of a brand new Aji's podcast. Jason Martinez, and there he is, Harry Mays. I don't think you're getting the sticks out of the bag today, Harry. Huh? Uh, no, not today, but tomorrow and the weekend I will. Oh, so um, it's going to be nice over the weekend? Oh, yeah, it looks like it's going to be in the 50s. Uh, there might be some rain on Sunday, but that doesn't really matter. See, the, the reason is, is this is like the first real weekend. And I know there's an Army-Navy game on Saturday, and that's cool and all. But this is the first real weekend where there's no, like, big-time college football. Yeah. And the Sunday card in the NFL, the early window, blows again. Last yeah. week was horrific. One of the worst week, one of the worst Sundays ever um, in the one o'clock window. This week's the same. Then you got the Bills and the Chiefs, which is a good game in the late afternoon. And then Eagle. We got to wait around until Sunday night for this Eagles Dallas game. I hate these freaking primetime games. It take too long to get to. Uh, it's just it's awful. Tonight's game is unwatchable. I will not watch <laughs> one second of it. No, not one second. Not okay. even uh, if you put a okay. couple of jackals down here. No, I don't. I just because I bet a game doesn't mean I watch it. Yeah, it's true. You don't no. need you get the phone now to to monitor your 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 uh, cash event your cash situation. Right, right. Now I don't. I don't Patriots have to watch. suck, man. Oh, the Patriots are unwatchable. Pittsburgh sucks too. Yeah, I agree. And and you know, I think they're on their backup quarterback. Their starter isn't any good either. Maybe the backups even he might be better. Trubisky, who knows? But uh. It's unwatchable. I won't. I won't do it. I'm not wasting my time on the NFL and bad NFL anymore. Yeah, I just don't well, do it. Yeah, I, in Pittsburgh too. Like, I mean, they they lose last week to Arizona <laughs> at home. <laughs> yeah, with a, at home, a win team went into Heinz Field yeah. and belted them. Yeah, can't happen. Huh? Yeah, I mean, and even the red zone that doesn't hold my interest because it's first of all, I'm not a big Scott Hansen fan. Okay. Um, he's got a bad voice. They need a guy with a good voice on there. And he's always like gibbering while I'm watching him. I'm like, will you just shut up? Like, I can see what's happening. I don't need you to tell me what's happening on my TV set. Okay. Yeah, I can see I know, it. I got, I know the game well enough to know. I don't need you. So you he tell him, this is not radio, right? He, he annoys <laughs> me. And a lot of times, you know, they'll flash in and out of a play. And there's a review or a penalty or whatever, and they don't show you the, what to completion because they're right to another game, you know, with a team that's no good and they're in midfield. I'm like, why are we getting out of that? Something yeah. just happened there. We and need a better like, director. Yeah, it's like three or four minutes till they come back to it and they realize, oh, it wasn't a fumble. Yeah. Like, you know, that kind of shit drives me nuts. You know why Scott Hansen's not great in that situation, Harry? Because it's not scripted in on his teleprompter. Well, right. Yeah. He's all he's, he's free flowing. He's yeah. free flowing. Yeah. And you With have no to script. in that job. Yeah. That, but that's a that's a different that's a totally different skill set. Yes. Than being a reader. Right. And a right. lot of the guys, you know, are that's what they do. They just go up there and they have a they have a thing and they read and, and they're good at it. Right. Right. But other guys, if you gotta go off the cuff and you know, you have no idea where you're going, like remember like the, the great newscasters of like Brokaw, Rather, and yeah, uh, Peter Jennings. Yeah, and yeah, Cronkite. That was when I was a kid. Like, those guys were, were fine in, like, the, the normal NBC yeah. nightly news. John Tonight Chancellor and Bob Schieffer. Yeah. yeah. Tonight we, t we tell you a story in Midwest Iowa. Mm -hmm. You know, and, they, and, and they're all good at that. Right. But when shit hit the fan, you Some know. Some of like, them were lousy. 
Some of them were not good. Yeah. Right. Some of them were good. I always thought Peter Jennings was pretty good. Like when they go to some sort of live 24 cell, like if there was, you know, a war broke out in Iraq or whatever, and they go to him, he was really good like that. Yep. Yeah. There there were some guys who were like broke all. It was a little tough Mm -hmm. because Tom broke. Although I thought his substance was good. His delivery was always like, there was not, not enough urgency because he just he, he couldn't get out of his right. mouth. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> We've got uh, NBC nightly news. Yeah. We have uh, over the skies of Iraq. Right. Or or, the, or when they're doing all, a, or, the, or when they're doing election coverage, like on the night oh. of the election or whatever, oh. you know, stuff's coming in and you know, it's not an easy job. No, it, it sounds it, it's like listening to him is like watching lava flow uphill. <laughs> <laughs> i remember i remember um, uh david brinkley when i was a kid oh wow, yeah 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 <laughs> let's go to our election coverage in uh dubuque iowa right. and our cor- our correspondent <laughs> yeah but anyway nice. i mean you know eagles sunday night uh dallas week ah. dallas is favored by three and a half uh which is not and the three i'm okay with when it went to three and a half i got a little concerned a little nervous? A little bit. What the, that's also that that half, that hook. The hook. Yeah, the hook. It's also a part because it's Dallas. And they know money will come in on that side just because it's Dallas. Yeah. Well, yeah, true. But um, a lot of people thought the spread should be higher or would have been higher based on what happened the previous week. Yeah. And I'm like, no, not, not really. Dallas is not San Francisco. That Niners team is a matchup nightmare, uh, their offense. Well, you have to also consider the fact that the Eagles are playing on yet another short week, mm-hmm. their third game in 13 days. And the opponent has a long week, just like last and, week. Yep. And the yeah. last two opponents had 10-day rest. Right. If you don't think that's a thing, yeah, then you're not considering it. Like, I know Eagle fans are freaking out about last week and fire this guy. That was a humbling. Fire. It was, but, yeah. but I think it's good to be humbled sometimes. Well, yeah, it's, it's okay to be humbled in early December. Yeah. 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 Here, here, I, look, I, I was debating this this week, and this was normally something if we were doing a sports radio talk show, ho, ho, we would probably have addressed. And I, I don't know the answer to this. I don't. But is it better to, for a team like the Eagles in that situation to lose that game and get the living shit kicked out of you? Or would it have been better for the Eagles had they lost on a – you know, four seconds left, uh, forty-one yard field goal. What I think it better. I think it's better. What happened? To be honest with you, kicked in. Yeah, yeah. I, they got their dicks kicked in. That's exactly what happened. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The other way you can justify and go, oh, we were right there. Uh huh. Yeah. So now, now the coaches know that they got to go to. They really got to go to work, yeah. and and figure out how to defend. Uh, you know, all that the Niners do because they were, they were getting matchups on linebackers and safeties. And even the cornerbacks were no good yeah. uh, for the Eagles. And, and the first two drives, you're thinking, man, this Eagles team's rolling. And then they stalled in the red zone both times and only got field goals. And it's six, nothing. And I, and I looked at my wife, I said, they're going to lose. Yeah. Because they're going to lose. Cause San Francisco will figure it out and figure it out. They did. I think they scored touchdowns on what five, six straight possessions, something yeah. like that. It was well, unbelievable. I- when your defense holds the team like that, a team like the Eagles, yeah, that gives energy to the other everybody on the bench, right? And 
they took that, and if they score one touchdown, all the Eagles good that they did all was for naught because now they're trailing. Right. <laughs> the whole know? first quarter of work really was for nothing. For nothing. Yeah. yeah. And then, and, you know, San Francisco got the ball to start the second half and scored, and now it's 21-6. And yeah. I know there's Eagle fans bemoaning the fact that they only ran the ball with a running back nine times in the game. If you If you really go back and look at it, they ran the ball seven times with a running back in the first half. Well, by the time they got the ball back in the second half, the run's off the table, man. You're down 21 to six. Yeah, you can't run the ball. You can't. You know? Did you see these guys outside of Nova? I Care? saw that. I saw at like that. 7 a.m. with us. Only who, in this town. Who does that, <laughs> I know. by the way? I know. Hey, I want to. Could you imagine one of your buddies? You're 28, Harry, right? Right. Let's go back to when Harry was 28 oh. years old in 76. Oh, my, my prime. Yeah, I mean, first of all, this conversation would have had happened under the rest of being buckled. Yeah. <laughs> um, but could you imagine one of your buddies calling you and say, Harry, can you believe they didn't run the ball that much? We should make a sign and mm -hmm. go to NovaCare. So when they pull yeah. in, the coaches and everybody pulls in for practice, we they see us standing what, there. What are you doing tomorrow? Yeah. <laughs> you busy? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Meet, meet me at, uh, at the Link parking lot at 6 a.m. Yeah. We'll meet at Penrose. Okay, yeah, we'll the diner. We'll a little slam, diner. Yeah. yeah. A little biscuits and gravy. Right. And then we'll go over and we'll then we'll stand there with our sign. <laughs> Holy cow, phenomenal. these people. It's it great. Is phenomenal. It is. It, it would never have been me in my prime or no. subprime. No. <laughs> Are you in your subprime right now, do you think? I'm so I'm I'm suboptimal now. Okay. Right. I, I went from subprime to prime. Which mm -hmm. really the prime didn't last long, huh? No. I could have used an extension on the it was prime. A, a quick window. <laughs> yes. It was a fleeting moment. Uh and now I'm I went to maybe optimal where I matured a little and kind of said, okay, I can make a little dough and maybe right. know what to do with it. But now I'm back to suboptimal. Okay. All right. My, well, uh, as long as you know where you are. <laughs> because that's better than not really knowing. Uh, you know? Yeah. Well, the good thing is 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 that me and the old lady. We're never in the same category at the same time. Oh. So now that I'm suboptimal, she's in prime plus. Okay. <laughs> yes. So that's good. Is that on Amazon prime plus? Yes. Yeah. It's a new drink by uh, one of those uh, wrestlers or something. <laughs> what, one prime of those en energy drinks? Yeah. 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 I, I, like I drink those primes. I get them at Costco every once in a while, like the case of them. Yeah, that stuff's it awful for you. The kid, it's not bad for it. It makes me piss like crazy. <laughs> everything does, but everything does. So I had one in my studio and it was like planted back here, like where you could see it. Right. And I do the, I do the Flyers Daily podcast and it's on video now. Right. Right. Everything's on video. Everything. Everybody's got to see. What's, yep. I don't know why it. they want to see, but I, they do. Yeah. Um. So that it's like sitting in the background, right? When I product placement. Yeah, and it wasn't product. It was just it was a drink I had. It, mm -hmm. It's like my can of Copenhagen that's sitting here, right? Okay. Or yeah, that's bad for you too. This just my Christmas in. gift to Harry: the Union Forge Flyers vodka. Oh wow! And like a jug handle too, Harry. Jeez, I like that. Yeah, nice item, huh? Nice. Yep. Still full for you too. Yeah, <laughs> it won't last long in your house. <laughs> no. Uh, but some guy comments on the video: "You drink that prime stuff? What are you drinking that for?" Why does everybody have to have an opinion on what I, I put in my body? I know. I like, know. Come on. Like I do because I do a show with you. Mm -hmm. That's okay. content. Harry. And I've done dip. I've used to do, not Copenhagen. I was a skull guy. Yeah. For, Skullsman. For too many years. I was a Skullsman. Yes. <laughs> I used the, the you know, the, uh, the blue 
uh, can, the peppermint, I think. It the was. mint. The mint. Yeah, mint. Yeah, the mint. But then they, they didn't they have a spearmint? They had a green one, too, didn't they? That's wintergreen. Oh, wintergreen. Oh, that's yeah, I got right. that, too. Huh? Oh. I, got, oh, I, got, I got a can of, you know, you, when you want to vary it up from time to time, Harry, you go to a Skull or a Copenhagen wintergreen. Oh, there you Okay, yeah. Yeah, he's got the, you know, a little army green color on it. Right, yeah. Now I didn't do the bandits. I was I, I was pure dip, you know, just for pussies. Yeah, put that sucker in there. Yeah, it's terrible for you. Yeah, it is. Yeah, horrific, terrible. I'm hard. My, gum, my gums are awful, probably because of that. Really? Yeah. Mm, might have yeah. held up. I just got an, an implant put in my my jaw yesterday. Right. Oh there. yeah. Yeah. Silicone hair implant. No. no. <laughs> Saline. It's not going to leak. Saline. Okay. <laughs> if it, then if it leaks, it doesn't matter. Yeah, exactly. Right. Um, but yeah, everybody's got to go, What? why are you doing it? Like, come on, just worry uh, about yourself. Everybody's worried about everybody else. Yeah. You know? Um, yeah. I, but back to our conversation, I, I do agree with you. I think it is. I, I came to the conclusion that I think it is better that they got shit kicked mm-hmm. in that game. Because I think you know, the coach's message is stronger when you get shit kicked. Yeah, a little wake-up call. Yeah, and there's yeah. more to show on tape, more mistakes sure. that are glaring. And, and and it's undeniable. You walk into the room yeah. after the game, and when you get beat like that, it's just, we got to be better in all areas. That's why I kind of like them this week. Mm-hmm. Coming off and that bad, that, back. that loss, and a bounce back in a game that they really do have to win. Because if they lose this game, then you're not only tied with Dallas with three losses, but now you're tied with San Francisco, and they have the tiebreaker on you for home field. Yeah, by head to head. Yeah. So you know this is this is a huge game. I don't think the Eagles. I, I'm a little worried about the Seattle game because it's coming after San Francisco. You know, Kansas City, Buffalo, San Francisco, Dallas. It's yeah. like, you know, the the only thing that I I like about that is that it's on the road, and I think that gets your you know that keeps you sort of Focus. invested. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's a huge game Sunday night. It's going to yeah. suck to wait around for it, but it, it is going to be an absolutely monster game, and it's against Dallas to boot. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, we'll see if they're able to win it this week. We'll tell you they they have a great record, despite yep. playing great football. Mm-hmm. This week will give you all the information you need about this team. Yeah, and Not, uh, would you like, start Mariota here? Yeah. What? Yeah, it was that uh, David Carr. David Carr on the NFL Network. I mean, what? I know those guys probably sit around in their production meetings and are like, "Man, somebody's got to say something." Yeah, you know, we got to make some news. We got to make some buzz, man. I remember yeah. back where we used to work. You know, like they were looking for some on a dead day or a dead week. Somebody, please say something. Your program director's back there begging you, like, uh, you know, come with a take today. Let, let's get something going. Let's yeah. stir it up. And maybe that, clips. Maybe that's what happened. I don't know because I can't in my my rational brain think that anybody without serious concussive issues would come up with that outside of just trying to have a hot take. It was the dumbest thing I've heard all year. Well, David Carr, like it, in that production meeting, Harry, he's got to be the one that shoots that stupid idea down. Give that to one of the donkey talking heads that didn't play the position. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. Like if I'm on a flyer broadcast, like I got to be the donkey that has to say something dumb like that. So the former players can tell me I'm an idiot. Right. Can correct you and say, what, what are you talking yes. about? Yeah. Yes. This is why you don't play. 
<laughs> Bingo. Right. And Let's I've been get, told, yeah, stick to hockey, yeah. but you did not play. Right. Let's get that plug Pat Egan in here to do that. <laughs> yeah, and he would be more than willing. He would. He would. Yes. yes. He'd say on my beer league team, that's what we do. Right. <laughs> um, I couldn't believe it. Yeah, you know, I had, I had to tweet team. <laughs> I had to tweet it with a 6-1-0. I couldn't resist. I saw. Did you? Yeah, I saw, and, and that was perfectly placed. Yeah. Why does the volume keep going down on my freaking headphones on this microphone? I'm on a new microphone, Harry. Oh, oh, it's new. It's not a Yeti. No, the, the Yeti is uh, in the um, the the road case mm. at the Flyers for the broadcast. There, I leave it now with them. Oh, okay. And, and I use this Shure microphone, which was uh, kindly uh, purchased by the S U R E. I, yes, S H U R E S H U R. Yeah, yeah. Sure, sure. And not this, dinosaur. No, not dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> not Paulie Sure. Harry. No, <laughs> that's great. Oh man! But uh, the volume just goes. That's why you see me looking like I'm petting this stupid thing at the top because my volume, my headphones keeps going down. Yeah. Stop it! Christ. Now, what? Do you, what has anything come down uh, as far as disciplinary action for Dom DeSandro? This week yet, DeSandro? Well, well uh, he, um, apparently Kyle Shanahan was outraged. Um, I watched the incident. Well, let's first talk about the incident. What did you think of it? To me, he was just trying to separate the two players. That's not his job. Around. Yeah, That's not I his know. job. But That's, is it the official, job? That's the official's job to do that. But don't not, coaches do that too? Well, sometimes a coach could. A coach can pretty much do anything on the sideline, but it's not Dom's job. Okay. Yeah, it's definitely as head of it's security, not. it's definitely not. It's not. He got a little carried away. Yeah. Okay. He got a little. He got a little carried. Thinking away. he's a little too part of the team when he's not part of maybe, the team. Maybe kind of he's a great guy. Yeah. Um. You know, this is nothing against counts. him personally, but he just got a little. He got a little caught up in it. And yeah. I, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if they take his credential off the side because they did it for this photographer. Did you know? You hear about that a week or so ago down yeah. in I think Miami. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Tyreek Hill had sort of a pre-planned contrived celebration for when he'd score. He did some like backflip or something. And apparently he had this photographer who's got a credential down on the field. He's down there, you know, every week was videotaping it on his phone for him to post on, you know, so it would go viral. Oh, so he was contracted in the situation. And yeah, he's like there, you know, the NFL gives him a credential. He's a photographer, but that's not his job to do that. No. Uh, so they, they pulled his credential, and I guess you know if he's not on the field, he's not working. Like he's not earning money. Is yeah. that, you know, so Tyreek Hill, I think, stepped up and is going to pay the guy what he would earn for the rest of the year out of his own money, which is kind of a nice, a very nice gesture yeah. from Tyreek Hill. Yeah, but they obviously had a conversation prior. Oh and yeah, Tyreek Hill put him in that position. He did, and that, it's you know, hard that... to just say, "No, dude, I'm not doing that." Right. You right. know. Right. But I mean, they pull that guy, you know, he's just taking a video. He's not, you know, touching the player. Yeah. In Greenlaw, who's a great player. Man, he's tremendous. Those two linebackers are oh, phenomenal. Unreal. You talk about a difference in linebackers, San Francisco to the Eagles. Oh, oh my goodness. It's it seems like it, it's been 12 years that San Francisco's had killer linebackers. Yeah. They, they, yeah. They, they got a great squad. They really do. And they're, um, and they're down their safety. I think he's done for the year. Yeah. Pufanga or whatever. He's a really good player, too, from USC. But the thing is, is I I think that Dom was just acting on instinct of what his job is, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, So, I mean, maybe they just go with a stern warning in this situation or 
find the team or something like that. Yeah, yeah. But, but that, I mean, that was that was enormous. Like, yeah, dude swiped him. Yeah, <laughs> and got booted. And, and Greenlaw should have been booted. Mm-hmm. I mean, he should have been penalized as he was for the you know the wrestling takedown of of Devonte Smith, and he got ejected. I, I was fine with you know how they, you know, ruled. Yeah, because he didn't know that Dom was not a coach, and oh, that's the head of security. Let me swipe him because he shouldn't be in here. Right. <laughs> you know, right. if it's a co- if that was Nick Sirianni, it's different. Right. And yeah. and I guess you know that's why he's down there is to sort of you know protect the coach. Yeah. And yep. that coach, I mean, he gets into it with players. He does. He's he is mouthy, isn't he? He's got balls for a little man. He really does. His mirror shows something different than what I, he is size wise. I'm <laughs> telling you, man, he is. He's he's got a streak in him. Yeah, and I think his players like that. Oh, they do. Yeah, they yeah. love it. They and he's it. he's one of these guys. If he's not your guy, we'd hate him. If oh, he yeah. was like the coach of you know the Giants, Giants. or the yeah. Washington Commander. We'd hate his ass. We'd think he's a total d bag. Exactly. Yeah. But then when you get him, you kind of like go, okay, right. He's doing all this crazy stuff, but it's for the team that we like. Right. It's <laughs> our. He's our guy. Yeah. 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 He, he was woofing at the fans in Kansas City coming off the field. Yeah. <laughs> he's got fucking balls big enough to carry in a dump truck. This guy. He, he really does. And again, he's not a big man. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like at least like Doug P was an all shucks guy, but he was a big guy. Yeah, Doug P's a big dude. He played yeah. in the league. I mean, <laughs> I didn't realize how big Doug P was until after they won the Super Bowl and he came down to the Flyers game to drop the puck. Uh-huh. In the in the uh in the North Face fleece hair. Yeah. Oh Remember yeah. That one he always wore. Yeah. yeah. He always wore it. I tell you, watching him the other night in that Jacksonville game, how about that game? They lose that game, they lost their quarterback. That looked like he broke his leg. Yeah, and I'm so glad to hear it's only an ankle sprain. Now it's a high ankle sprain, so that could take a while. But man, that that was they they lost Christian Kirk too, which is one of their mm-hmm. big play wide receivers and return guy. He's injured. Uh, I think he had surgery actually. And then they lose Lawrence, and they lose the game at home to a backup quarterback who actually looks like he can play. Unbelievable. Browning for Cincinnati. Yeah, with. The- that was a good Burrow's game, down. but there was a lot of Doug on the sideline. And I, I, I'm watching, I'm like, hey, I kind of miss Doug. I do too. There's, <laughs> it, he was, even though he was kind of a bubbling idiot at the beginning. Yeah. He was the right bubbling idiot. Yeah. Yeah. You know it just I mean? seems like a really good dude to hang out. I'd love to go play golf with him. Oh, yeah. He loves yeah. playing golf. Yeah. So, I don't think it. he'd go with me, but I, I oh, yeah. he, he's, I, I, <laughs> when, it, when he came to that Flyers game and, uh, one of the Flyers PR guys, Zach Hill at the time, he goes, why don't you get a picture with Coach? I go, all right. I never really didn't want to. Um, but I go over and I get a picture with him, and we walk up to each other, and he goes, hi, I'm Doug. I said, I know. <laughs> I didn't even tell him my name. I didn't want to say, hey, I'm the idiot on the radio. Well, because of the Stunod meter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I never said he was a Stunod. I always said he was a half a Stunod. Is that what? Is that right? Yeah. You, you only went half? I went half. Okay. Yeah. Who am I to go full, Harry? See, now, if I was Mikey Miss, I would have goaded you into a full stunad. He tried. <laughs> I will say he tried, Harry. <laughs> Didn't it's get me job. there. It's his job to try. Yes, it was. <laughs> job to put me in the fucking crosshairs. Exactly. He, well, um, look, he did his job putting himself in the crosshairs enough. Oh, I know. I know. <laughs> um, and how about the Sixers? What Embiid, uh, Harry? He had 50 last night. Yep. He drops 50 on the Wiz. And uh, Ubre returned, so that's good to see. Yep, and they win. He look, 
we caught a lot of shit because of that one clip that uh, Not For Long Media posted. Yeah, about. this would not be a good time to re-air that clip. Because I know they no. want to they want to push it out there to get over 100,000 views. After he drops 50, is not a good time to do that. Yeah, let, let's put warning. that one on the shelf. Right, right. <laughs> Until he goes out and tries to play point guard. Right, yeah, which he did not do last night. Which we can revisit. But th- that's the terrific. thing about him being. That's what makes that's almost what frustrates you. God damn it. What is going on with Mike yeah, what's Peter? happening here? Did something flash or something? Yeah, it's it's why did why did the flyers get the better microphone? No, no, this is the better microphone. It's not the microphone. It's oh, it's my power. It's my thing here. Hold on. Oh, for God's sake. I got I got a whole nerve center shit back here because I'm constantly doing this video shit. Mm-hmm. If we just recorded it on audio, I'd be fine. Right, right, right. I got the stupid camera and all this. Um, right. But that's the thing about Embiid is he'll go out there and he do what he did last night. Mm-hmm. And and it hits you into an expectation of that. Okay, that's what he is. Mm-hmm. But you can't do that every day. He's, he's terrific. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. He, he is so. He really cool. is. Um, what was I going to say? Yeah, I'm, I'm now doing. Um, oh, look at this. Tina four for four checking in. Wow. I haven't seen her. Wow. Now I know she listens to this um, on her drives. She, she puts it on in a car. Is that right? Very rarely does she check in live though. I, I think so. This is a, this is a rarity. So we're doing a, you're looking live at Tina four for four. Yes. <laughs> uh, let's check in with some of the people. Uh, uh, Joey B a frequent checker in her. Oh yeah. Says F1 Xbox session with Copenhagen or Skull. What gets the job better, Mert? Oh, that's easy. You're a Cope guy. Yeah, I'm a Copenhagen yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. That's not and he good. says saline is the way to go. Signed Kendra Lust. I was a big fan of Kendra Lust. Oh, uh, me too. Still am as I still am. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I like yeah. that. I like Kendra Lust. Yeah. Um <laughs> I, I'm still into some of the old porn stars. Like my music, Harry. Like I haven't evolved musically. Right. You know, I'm still listening to like Injustice for All from 1989 and shit like right. that. I'm still and, into Christy Canyon. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I am yeah. too. <laughs> Mimi Miyagi, Harry. <laughs> <laughs> Probably the first Asian woman you ever laid your eyes on. And I've been hooked ever since. Exactly. Oh, I love yeah. Asian women. <laughs> I tell my old lady that. Yeah? Yeah. I've always been a fan of the Asian women. Yeah, I was married to uh, an Asian American guy. Is that right? Uh huh. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I did not know that. Her. Yeah, she back on you know the market what? when the old lady dumps me. <laughs> no, <laughs> she was older than me. Even better. Yeah, yeah, a couple of years. But anyway, a couple um, of tree. <laughs> I went down a rabbit hole yesterday after oh. I got back from the periodontist, and I got to run this by you, Frank Zappa. Mm. Interesting rabbit hole. You were definitely. Yes. Were you still under the influence of uh, some of the things they gave you to knock no, you out, Harry? No. no, they didn't knock me out. <laughs> Come on. That's an um, anesthesia rabbit hole, Harry. It, it is. It is. 62 <clears throat> albums that guy put out. Did you realize yeah. that? He probably could have got it down to 58 and it all would have been better. I think he, he passed away when he was like 52. It, what? That In early? the early 90s of cancer. Yeah, he had prostate cancer. He was well, a big smoker. He'd smoke like, you know, four packs a day or whatever. Never drank, never did any drugs, any of that. But he was a big smoker. And, you know, maybe that attributed born, to the Born in 1940 and died in 1993. And didn't start playing the guitar, get this, until he was 18. Wow. 
Yeah. And he put out 52 albums. 62. 62 albums. 62 albums. Started in like the mid-60s with the Mothers of Invention and then put out sporadic solo records too. And um, an unbelievable guitar player. Yeah. I mean, a different kind of music. Yeah, he was like a kind of like jazz fusion, if you will, you know, Mm -hmm. kind of thing. And yep. Um, but he always played played a lot of SGs, I think. I think that was his guitar of choice. The the burgundy SG was his guitar. Yeah. Right. I got got one of the SGs right back there. Exactly. That one's more in the vein of Tony Iommi, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. You get the black, but yeah, the I think they the burgundy one isn't that the same guitar that Mal or Angus Young Angus. plays in ACDC? Yep. Yeah, yeah. You know the yeah. funny thing about that is, is you watch ACDC and you watch Angus play, and he he wears it really high, right? Yes, he wears it like up here and, and constantly going right. like that, and his little schoolboy outfit. That guitar looks really big on Angus Young. It does, and there's a reason for that. He is fucking tiny. Yeah, <laughs> he is a really small guy. Is his brother uh, Malcolm small too? Even sure. tinier, Harry. Oh, really? ACDC, yeah. for as big as their sound is, mm-hmm. maybe the smallest band I've ever met. Is that right? Stature. Yes. It was no unbelievable. Kidding. Brian Johnson, 5'5". Five, five. No way. Yes. With that big... Well, you know what, that? What, was, what about Bon Scott? He was my guy. He was a short guy, too? Uh, well, oh, the drummer of ACDC? No, You're... Bon Scott was the lead singer, the first lead singer. Oh, I don't know. I didn't meet Bon. He died in the 70s. Well, yeah, he died in 79, I believe. Yeah. Because yeah. Back in Black album comes out in 1980. Right. Um. So, yeah, it's uh, I'm trying to find my picture with Angus Young here because you can see just how tiny he is. He's such a small guy. And Tina's seen them eight times. ACD. I, I've seen him a bunch. First time I saw him here was a, a WYSV rock event. Oh, yeah. At the Spectrum. It was the Who Made Who tour. Oh, okay. <clears throat> and YSP ran this contest for the Angus Young lookalikes. Mm. So they all, all the uh, lookalikes, there was this stage with a, a thing on it. And they had these. They dressed up in a schoolboy outfit and all that. And they started playing Who Made Who at the beginning, you know, in the beginning of the song. <clears throat> And um, spotlight goes on one. Boof. You didn't know it was not real, the, Ang- the real Angus, though. Then another. Then another. There was like eight of them. And then all of a sudden, out of this glass middle tube comes the real Angus Young, banging oh, yeah. his head. <laughs> playing. He, had, he had the crazy no! teeth, too. Didn't he have, like, crazy <laughs> teeth? Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> it's classic. So, uh, uh, I wish yeah. I'd seen them. I've never seen them. Oh, they were great. Loudest band I've ever seen, Harry. Really? Kiss. Yes. I never saw oh, Kiss either. Uh, they just had their last show the other day. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. Their last show. My ass. Yeah, they've been saying that since yeah. uh, probably 83. Yeah. <laughs> right before Lick It Up came out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah, no, they were phenomenal. Yeah. Um, great live. And, and there's, like, if you listen to ACDC, it is just blues. It's all it is. Mm-hmm. Just serious three, three chord blues. Yeah. And, yeah. and like just the, the messaging, you know, like shoot the thrill, you know, shoot the thrill. Wait a it's all about sex and blues. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, so. Kevin Bloomfield checking in. Who leaves the PGA next? Now he's referencing this, this story about John Rahm apparently leaving mm-hmm. for live. 
for about $300 million plus an ownership in one of the teams. Jesus God. Yeah. This is yeah, insane. I mean, this money is insane. It's like, imagine if, if the Saudi PIF fund became a fan of a college football team in America, oh, yeah. knowing what you can do now. There, there's a story out today that uh, Marvin Harrison Jr. is offered, has been offered an NIL deal to stay at Ohio State for one extra year instead of going to the draft where they can pay him more or as much as he's going to make in his first year in the NFL to stay at Ohio State. That's the rumor. Wow. Isn't that incredible? It's 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 ruined college sports, if you ask me. But to get his question, after Rom leaves, I'm gonna say uh Patrick Cantley. Wow. Patrick Cantley next on the block, Harry. Yeah. To yeah. try and deny uh, money that will buy you a kingdom. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> Incredible. Unreal. All right. Here's yeah. the picture of uh, you and uh, Angus, or is that yeah, Malcolm? That's Angus. Okay. Like, look, I, you know how small I am. Yeah. That's yeah. How small he is. Right. Hard to see a, there. There's a glare on it, but that's, yeah. you know, you didn't have any facial hair back then. I did. I had a beard there. You can, you, you did? Can really, I had just the goatee, Harry. Oh, okay. Here, I'll send this to myself and I, I'll put it up on the screen. That way we can see it properly, because I know it's very important. Was Angus Young a teetotaler? I don't. I don't Tina know. Tina asked that. I mean, that means he doesn't drink or do anything. <clears throat> I don't know that any of those guys did. Like their backstage was definitely not party. Well, Bond did. Well, yeah, clearly. Yeah. Um, here's the thing about them. I, I've told people this a number of times. Uh, I met a lot of rock stars doing rock radio, mm-hmm. and the guys in ACDC may have been harry the nicest guys i have ever met really they were just awesome like great dudes right well most aussies are aren't they i don't know i don't know a lot of aussies yeah but i always said that if those guys with the the success that they've had can be that nice then guys like Fred Durst and Limpet. You can't be a dick. Yeah. Those guys were too nice. See, there you go. Oh, yeah. There you go. I can see, oh, look at your. That's like that. Um, Scott Ian. That Scott Ian little goatee. Yeah. Back in yeah. The, the guy in Anthrax, right? Yeah. Yeah. So you see, wow. look, at the, look at the face Angus is making. Yeah. He's trying to rearrange mine. Well, his, he has that face on one of their album covers. Highway to Hell. Yes. That, yeah. That's phenomenal. Or he's that's got the helmet on with the. Yeah, <laughs> that's a great photo, man. It is. Yeah. I got the Pantera shirt on there, huh? Every song on Highway to Hell is phenomenal. Oh, it's a great album. Yeah. So, um, yeah. yeah, there's the picture with Angus. And they, I, I remember seeing them, and then they were just so loud and so good. Hmm. It's just so. I saw them. I probably only saw them like five times, but goddamn, they were good every time. You know the loudest band that I ever saw? The, the Grateful Dead? No, the uh, wall of sound, Harry. I, I saw them a few times, but no, the cure. I okay, I saw the loudest the concert I've ever, I've ever been to, and that was at the Spectrum in 1986. 86, okay, kiss me, cool. kiss me, kiss me, yeah, double that, record. They toured that, and I went, it was yeah, awesome. That's got uh, the big hit on it. The um, was called uh, what was it? Um, the big hit from Kiss Me, Kiss Me. Is it in between days? No, that's the album. That's on Head on the Door. Yeah, I don't know. 
I don't know the names of the songs. Yeah, I can't remember. I, I saw them in, I think it was around 89. Okay. For the Disintegration Tour. Okay. And then I saw them on the Wish Tour many years later. Mm. But you're right. They were very loud. Very loud. And it was funny at that concert because they get in between songs and Robert Smith, the lead singer, would like try and talk to the crowd. He'd, he'd say something to the mic and they'd all go, ah. And I'd look at everybody and go, what the fuck did he just say? Yeah. I couldn't understand a word he said. I know. <laughs> I know. Go, I do, I, I, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what the fuck did he just say? It's almost, it's almost like Ozzy trying yeah. to talk. <laughs> Show him. You know. Uh, I think we're going to see news. Unfortunately, we're going to get. You're going to see Ozzy trending soon, and it's not going to be good. You know, oh yeah. I don't think he's doing well at all. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be a horrible day for the metal community. But, um, yeah. I don't think it's possible for him to play anymore. I think he's got Parkinson's. He's dealing with a lot of shit. Mm-hmm. He was not a friend to his body, Harry. He did not exactly treat the body as a temple. No, no. Um, but how old is he? Well, Ozzy's got. I mean, be. I'm kind of surprised he lasted this long. Uh, a lot, like Keith Richards. At, yeah. at this point, where you're going, how's this dude still around? He's 75. Yeah. Ozzy's I mean, 75. Yeah, that's a great run. That is. He's born in 19. 19- ah, happy birthday to Oz. Just had a birthday December 3rd, 1948. Okay. Yeah. Wow. wow. So he got to 75. That's awesome. So you're yeah. predicting he will not get to 76. That's awful of you. Well, within the calendar year, I, I'm hoping that the prediction is wrong because, I mean, he's just – and he's one of those guys, too, that just did so much for the genre. Yeah. By cultivating guys, bringing them in, letting them – you know, go off and do other things and create other projects and working with other people. Like Oz is one of the greatest guys. Mm. Like there's this video I watched, I think it was from like two years ago on YouTube where he's with his son, Jack at a studio and they're listening to old blizzard of Oz outtakes and, and solo tracks from the recording of the album. That was his they, first solo record, right? Yeah. Yeah. And th- they play, him this solo from Randy Rhodes that they didn't use. And he was just mind blown. Mm-hmm. Like he was like, Oh my God. Like, like I, and just hearing the solo track took him back to like being in the studio with Randy and realizing like, my God, that guy was so insanely gifted. Mm-hmm. And it was Randy Rhodes birthday, I think yesterday or mm. so. Um, yeah. And just incredible. Like the, the solo to Mr. Crowley is top three solos of all time in rock music right there with comfortably. Not. Yeah. I mean, that was back in the early, early, early eighties. And mm-hmm. Randy Rhodes was one of those guys. Like he was sort of like the next Eddie Van Halen. Exactly. He yeah. used a lot of Eddie's techniques yeah. Yeah. Uh, and put his spin on it, but it was a very classical player, mm. very classically trained. So a great musician. So Wow. R.I.P. to Randy Rhodes. We'll pull. We're going to pour out a Diet Coke for him here in a minute. <laughs> right. Yeah, um, but I, sticking with the the Zappa, I, I gather you're not a fan. Oh yeah, um, uh, it's hard. It's, it's hard. It's yeah. it's so unique and it's kind of weird. But I, it's like comedy rock. It's it, yeah, satirical lyrics and you know, but it's a little too I, deep for me. It's an acquired taste. Yeah. But within his band, see, I like this group back in the early 80s. I think I was still in high school when their record came out. Missing Persons. Do you remember that band? Yes, they had a huge hit. They had two, well, one really big hit, and then a second one off the same record. I had the album. Destination Unknown Unknown. was was the big one. And then Walking in L.A. was also on that record. That got a lot of airplay, too. 
but the singer and her husband were in Zappa's band. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes, Dale Bozio was the lead singer. She was hot. And that's why that's what attracted me to the to the band. She ended up doing a spread in Hustler magazine a few years later. That was pretty good. Yeah. Um, but her and her husband were in his band and were on a bunch of the records. She's a thin woman there. Yeah. Yeah. This was a good song, huh? Now she looks like she works today at Starbucks. <laughs> she does. You know what I'm saying? Like in San Francisco or something. Like, like, like listen to that sound. Uh-huh. Like this is a cool like descending riff though. That's enough for her. Yeah, but. that's destination unknown, right? Yeah, yeah, yep. But yeah, she she and her husband worked with Zappa. Wow. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Yeah, it's not a taste that I ever really acquired. Um, yeah, th- there's a couple bands that were acquired tastes for me. Like, um, the Dead were an acquired taste for me. Oh, come on! When man. I first listened to them, I was kind of like, "What is going? What is this?" Oh. I had to acquire it, Harry, and maybe the help, a little help from some uh, substances. Yeah, of course. But like System of a Down was a band that I did not like in the beginning at all. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not and then all of a sudden, I'm I listened to the entire album on a ride back from State College, her first album, and I and the taste was acquired. Yeah, it all of a sudden clicked for me, and I'm like, and it was just like, holy shit, this is unbelievable. But there's there are, a lot there of bands. bands like that. There's a lot of bands that you like that I I still have not, not acquired. acquired. No, like Tool. How could you not like that no. band? No, no. I I know exactly how to acquire that taste for you. Oh yeah, I'm gonna send you a YouTube video after this, and you're gonna acquire the taste. You think so? Yeah, it's it's a video, a drum cam video of Danny Carey playing a song called Numa, and you're gonna be mindful. You like Rush, right? Uh, Well, I liked early Rush. I don't like like after moving pictures. I kind of tuned out on Rush, like Signals. Mm-hmm. And I like there was got poppy got, 80s got a little too keyboardy for me. I like, yeah. you know, like the seventies and very early eighties rush. That's it. Like working man. Well, that's the, uh, the, off the first record. That it's was a metal before, song. That was even before Neil Peart was, yeah. was in the band, but yeah, like all that shit, like 2112 yeah. permanent waves, um, hemispheres, you know, mm-hmm. that kind of shit. Yeah. Fly well, by night. It's very similar um, to that. To that okay. early rush stuff. Oh, it is. Yeah, like oh, okay. insane time signature changes and yeah, it's there. Like Rush was always the music music people's band. Yeah, people that played music. And yes, oh god, yeah, yeah, prog rock. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they're one of the great prog rock bands. So for yeah. sure. Now I got a couple of shows here um, on Netflix that I'm going to start today. I'm going to start one today. Have you seen it? Spy Ops. No. Wait. Whoa. Whoa. Is it a show? It's a or show, it a documentary kind of. Thing? No, it's a show like with different episodes, but they go back apparently to with this. They'll have a spy that was involved in this op, like for C- the CIA, that happened in the '60s or '70s, and they'll go through it with you. Hmm. Sounds fascinating. Spy ops. Yes, yeah, spy ops. I'm gonna I'm gonna start that today, and then I saw they have a documentary. It's oh a yeah, one- I watched part of that. that. That's old Harry, isn't it? Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure it's old. Oh no, it came out in 2023. Oh, it did. Yeah, because I see like a Bin Laden, Operation Jawbreaker. Oh, this looks interesting. Yeah, I thought I watched it. I guess I didn't. Did you see the one 
um, on John McAfee. Yeah, I did watch that. The documentary? Yeah, he's bananas. Yeah, I want to yeah. see that. That's a good one. And then there's also one on DeLorean. Um, yeah, I did not see the DeLorean one. That's been around for a while, too. It's in my okay. queue, but I did not watch it. John DeLorean? Yeah. Yeah, of course, yeah. created the DeLorean. Right. Yeah, I'm going to put Spy Ops on the list. Spy Ops. And, and the, the DeLorean one. I'll watch mm-hmm. those. All right, and we'll do yeah, a full review. What's the the one on uh, McAfee? Let me see here a second. I hate this. I can't remember what it's called. I got all these windows open. It's a pain in the ass. Well, somebody like in my house got on my my Netflix particular subscription and watched some stuff. So I'm getting all these top picks for Jason. Young Sheldon. This is shit my what? daughter watches. Yeah. No, that McAfee, it's called Running with the Devil, like the Van Halen song. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it's called. Boom, boom, you saw that? Boom. 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 Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah I song, did that. First time I heard that was like getting a kick in the face. Yes, it was. It really was. I'll never forget it. The car horn coming in. Mm. Boom. 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 Oh, yeah. Insane. insane. Yeah. Um, let's tell the people about Fudge Kitchen, Harry. All right. Uh, the original. Van Halen made me think of Summer Nights, and Summer Nights make me think of the Fudge. fudge yes. The official sponsor of Not For Long Media and the IG's podcast of Original Fudge Kitchen, stapled down at the Jersey Shore. They got six locations, Cape May, Wildwood, Stone Harbor, and Ocean City. They make all of their sweet treats right in the store. It's going to be delicious and fresh. And stop by and let them know that we sent you. But if you're not able to go there, not a problem. Go to their website, fudgekitchens.com. You can order it right there, and they'll ship it right to you. Beautiful. Yeah. Great gift for the holidays. For it sure. is. Great gift. And, and for people like you, Harry, that hate the winter, it'll take them, you know, at least for a moment, back yeah. to the summer and being at the beach with sand in your feet. I do hate the winter. Yeah. I went. I woke up today, and I saw a little bit of white on the ground. Yeah. Made me very happy. I broke out the freaking North Face uh, toque here as I started the program with it. Uh, toque. Well, yeah. Running around out there. I love it. Yeah. Air in the lungs. You know what it looks like out there today? Hell. Scranton Wilkes-Barre. <laughs> like, you know, they, they get eight months a year. It looks like this outside. Yeah. Gray. And, gray. Yeah. yeah. It's like Syracuse, New York or something. It's like Syracuse with claims. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was watching The Sopranos again for the nine billionth time, and there's this line that happens. Uh, I think it's in episode or season two, and Christopher's having these nightmares about the first guy that he clipped inside the meat market in mm-hmm. Satriales, and he's haunting him in his dreams. Mm-hmm. I remember. Yeah, he's talking to to Big Pussy, and he's like, "I think this guy's trying to tell me something. Trying to tell me they're going to find the body. I need to move it or something." And Big Pussy goes. Considering you put a moon roof in the back of his head, I don't think he wants to help you. <laughs> I fucking lost it. A moon roof. A moon roof in his head. So great. Oh. And then Jimmy Altieri, who got clipped in, in season two, I think it was, too. They thought he was the rat for Big Pussy. Mm-hmm. And they messed it up. And he's getting busted inside the bar that they one day when they're playing a card game. And the FBI, he's got his prone like this. And the FBI agent pulls his gun out of his like holster by his ankle and goes, oh, what is this? And he goes, it's a fucking gun. <laughs> <laughs> so great. Oh, <laughs> God damn, that show kills me. <laughs> oh, classic. All right. Anything else, Harry? 
Um, I think we're no. officially out of material. <laughs> is, that, is that what you think? Yeah, if this was a radio show, you'd have to re-rack this one. Oh, exactly. Yeah. I'm done. Reset. Reset. Yeah. Joe DeCamera re-rack special. Yes. What's coming up tonight at 6? Tonight, we're going to re-rack Mikey, Miss, and Sal Pal. Plus, Jaws will come in. (laughs) Oh, my God. I forgot that that's what he did. He did an hour-long show when he did just re-racked interviews. Yeah. Fucking A. I how are my ratings? They're not your ratings. Yeah. You played everybody else's fucking interviews. Right. What are you yeah. talking about? Yeah. Unbelievable. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's wrap it up there. That's episode 82. We'll be back next week. Everybody have a great week. And uh, don't get too stressed out. Yeah. It's Christmas shit. Go birds. Go birds. Sunday against the Cowboys. See you next week, everybody. Life is so strange. When you don't know, how can you tell? Where you're going to? Sure of any situation